You hear that? That right there. That's the sound of making money, baby. I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know, baby. I don't know how many dudes you know that make money off of podcasting, but <laughs> you're listening to one right now. We are almost at $5. That's that's exciting. Shout out to Anchor. Um, we appreciate that. You know, the $4.87 for hours of work. 650 listens. It's no big deal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, technically a podcaster is a part of the media and therefore an essential worker. So I would maybe put myself before nurses, firefighters, doctors, that category. Um, honestly, just blessed to have this talent. Uh, yeah, dude, I just came back to life after a few days of, um, I'll call it basically dying. Um, it was sort of like Jesus, how he died for, for three days and then rose again, you know, almost exactly on time with Easter. Uh, for me, you know, it, it was, it was similar to the crucifixion i i made a mistake let's let's just get that out in the open um i i made a bad judgment call uh should have thought this one through a little bit better but that's how a lot of things in my life go um and, and sometimes they have worse consequences than other times this one was not great so if you've never heard of uh Delta 8 THC, I had a bit of an experience with that one um, these past few days, days as in plural, um, holy shit, I, I can't, I don't even know where to start, so I ordered, well, let me just start from the beginning, the first time I ever heard of Delta 8 THC, I was listening to a podcast and someone did an advertisement for it, they have a big deal with Gas Digital, which, if you don't know, check them out. They're a podcasting network, a lot of good shows. And I was listening to Legion of Skanks uh, when I heard it. And what's so funny about that advertisement is it's like one of the only ones I really listen to. Otherwise, I, I usually just skip through ads and stuff. But the way they do it is really funny. Big J Okerson, one of the comics on the shows, does this bit where he pretends to be a vampire that sells weed. Uh, the because the company is called Empire Direct Free Plug, and he you know the joke is supposed to be like oh so he didn't realize at first that it was supposed to be like Empire except it's Empire he thought it was like a vampire so they it everybody seemed to like the bit so they just kept running with it and, and the whole thing is he does a vampire voice when he does the advertisement and the, all I could hear was his voice the entire time like. So basically, Delta 8, it's, it's legal weed. Like, I, I thought it was too good to be true. I asked all of my friends about it. You know, I've, I had only heard about it on podcasts. So I thought that maybe they were just overhyping it to try and get people to buy it. No, the shit will fuck you up. <laughs> I talked to my, my one buddy. Shout out, shout out uh, Charlie. He was, he was telling me, so basically, if weed is Adderall, Delta 8 is like coffee. And I, I guess I should have taken that more literally. Like, 
I, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain what I did because it was so dumb. I thought that, oh, yeah, I smoke weed all the time. Like, I, you know, my tolerance for THC is super high. I'll, I'll be fine if I drink, uh, you know, half of this little bottle that I got from Empire. And is 250, no, 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 1,250 milligrams of THC Delta 8, which is like another compound uh, from weed that is somehow legal in 42 states. I don't, I don't even understand that shit. But I took 1,250 milligrams of it just straight in one shot. And I figured, oh, this will just be, I mean, it's, you know, it's just some light stuff. This is not going to send me to the moon uh, like, like it would if it was regular THC. And I did that based off of no prior knowledge. What? So dumb. What a dumb thing to do. <laughs> just, oh, here's this substance I've, I've never had before. I've heard it's not that strong. Let me ingest half of it. And so so I take half of it, and all I could hear the whole time in my head was Big J. Okerson doing the vampire voice from the commercials, like, Ah, you fucked up. You should have listened. While Louis J. Gomez is just laughing evilly in the background uh, because he got they got my $30, and now I'm just insanely high. Um, it got to the point where I thought I was going to have to call off work, which is, dude, if you know me, I don't do that. Like I've gone to work on mushrooms, acid, uh, Xanax. I've gone to work drunk before and I haven't, I honestly, literally, I'm telling the truth. I haven't done that lately. Like I haven't done that the past couple of years, but I used to do that frequently at like at like factory jobs or jobs where I would have to handle heavy equipment and shit like that. Um, and this was easily one of the most difficult times I, I have ever had. I, so it was, it was just like any other edible story you hear. Like I, I, I took it right. And it was, it came in the form of like a, a tincture. I think, yeah, it's a tincture. It's a like really potent oil. And you're supposed to just let it sit on your tongue. So I, of course, it took a fucking, like, just a huge shot. A fucking half of the bottle. I just pour it under my tongue and let it sit. And, and like, two hours into it, I'm not feeling anything. I, I feel like a light buzz. Like, it's just, uh, eh, yeah, this is this is pretty good. I mean, I guess it was worth the money. Uh, I feel high, but not not crazy high. So I go to take a nap before work. Dude, I woke up and I felt like I did heroin. Like I feel like I felt like I did heroin for the first time in my life. Woke up, blacked out, did heroin again and and now I was waking up for work. I actually could not get up off of the bed. It was it was like I had never taken an edible before. I I am the type of dude that I'll do 300 milligrams. Like the average dose I would say is around, you know, 50 for somebody that doesn't fuck with edibles a lot. Dude, I'll I'll take 300 milligrams to the dome and and be able to function. No I was it was like being a zombie. I mean, every person I interacted with asked me if I was okay. They were like, "Are 
Is everything all good? And I was, yeah, 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 I'm good, man. I'm good. Oh, my God. What a mistake. What a mistake that was. I just totally, I totally got in my mind that it wasn't going to be. Because when they advertise it on Legion of Skanks, they talk about it being like real weed. And I was like, ah, they're probably just saying that. To try and get people to buy it and shit. They were not lying. And uh, I definitely suffered the consequences for not believing them. Because holy shit does that shit get you fucked up. Man. Oh. I wish I would have known about... I, I, I'm still high right now. I took this shit 36 hours ago. Over 36 hours ago. And I'm still baked. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was rough. Uh, right before that, I I had just got gotten on my on my longboard to go and pay my rent. So I'm fucking going through downtown Ambridge with nine hundred dollars in my pocket while this potent ass edible is setting in that I don't even realize is hitting me. I mean, it felt like being prey in the jungle. Like I felt like. Straight up, I felt like a uh, like a, just a fucking gazelle out on the plains. People look at you like fucking lions. I, I swear to God, like they're like that guy's got AirPods in. I swear they just radio over to another person. Yeah, we got a white suburban kid going down Merchant right now. Take him out. It's it's like walking through the jungle, dude. You got it. You got to have your wits about you. Uh, it's so funny to me the relief I feel after I've paid my rent. Like you're still going through the the unsafe part of town where people just get shot in front of gas stations every month. I mean it's it's wild going through there and um you you're just going past the Sunoco and you're like, "Oh shit, I just saw this place on the news. Yeah, this is where the guy shot that priest in the teeth." Yeah, wild. <laughs> just, just, and there's nothing funny about that, but it's just, man, you really feel like, like a primal urge to get through there. You're going down there, you got, you got hundreds of dollars in your pocket, and you feel like, I don't even know, like a, like a wild deer running through the woods. And then as soon as you drop it off, you still got to go through the shitty part of town, but... It doesn't feel nearly as bad because you're like, oh, if I get jumped right now or somebody pulls a gun, I might, I might just lose my life. Like I'm not going to, you know, be in debt or anything <laughs> because I can't think of a worse reality than getting jumped on your way to paying rent. If you don't pay rent, dude, you don't understand how horrible it feels to hand somebody over – I. You know, I don't like to give out too much financial information. I guess I have just talking over things over the course of this podcast. But I'm paying fucking over $650 a month when you include utilities and shit. And just handing that to a guy and he goes, ah, what was your name again? And you're like, this guy, this guy would not care if I walked out of this place and got hit by a truck. Like he doesn't, I've known this dude for 18 months. He has no idea who I am. And I have to hand him 600 bucks every month. Oh, oh my God, bro. It is, it's not enjoyable. 
Um, I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just not fun to to walk all the way down there. Oh yeah, I was saying like it it's the worst. Like that feeling that feeling of just being like I'm not investing this in anything. I'm just handing somebody money so I can stay in their place like with all their fucking broken shit. I don't know. My suggestion would be if you're about if anybody most of the people that are listening to this are my age. If you've never gotten an apartment before, have somebody go with you during the whole process that knows what they're doing. Like somebody that's rented before because I got fucked. I got fucked. And um, yeah, it makes things difficult. It makes things tough. Basically, my mindset was I have to get my own place as soon as possible. I mean, I need it yesterday. And when you tell a real estate person that, they get hard. Even if they don't have a penis, they they mentally they get hard at that. They're like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lube this guy up right." Um, but you know, at the end of the day, that's what sucks. Is my rent is really not is not shit compared to what other people have to pay, and I'm still barely just holding on. I've thought about just just getting a credit card and being like, "Fuck it, fuck it, dude, load it up." I don't give a shit. Um. Just because I read that the average person is 90 grand in debt? That's insane. That's insane, dude. I, I, I don't even have a credit card. I, I'm less than 1000 in debt right now. I can't imagine owing $90,000 with interest. I guess a lot of that is student loans, which at this point I've heard you can just not even pay that. But who knows? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a little pissed off right now, right before I started this podcast. Ah, shit, I'll be right back, I'll be right back. Oh, quality content just stopped right in the middle of the podcast, we love that. Um, yeah, a lot of, I, I just stopped because I had a, a call at the front desk, a lot of those lately, people will not fuck off with that, like, I've stayed at a hotel maybe... I don't know. At this point, I've probably stayed at 25 hotels in my life just over the course of the years, and never once have I gone to the front desk for anything besides forgetting my key. Never once have I contacted the front desk about anything like that. Um, I'm about to just stop answering. Like It's 2 in the morning right now. If you're, if you're calling to get a room at 2 a.m., what are you doing, bud? You're out on the night, I'll tell you that. And we, dude, the pandemic has just, oh, God. It's so, I don't, it's not even cliche at this point because it's just so factual to say that the the COVID has, has fucked everything up, but it's just made everybody such a fucking asshole. And it's definitely bringing out more of the assholes because we have uh, a lower rate, a lower, you know, cost per night so we're just getting all the trash dude all the trash like the people that think going to a local hotel is is like an exciting thing for the night and just come in here to do fucking wild shit there's one guy in a room right now his fucking kid answers the door Uh, if the kid's up at 2 a.m red flag flying red flags flying 
Um, the kid answers the door, and I was like, hi, is your mom or dad there? I'm from the front desk. Guy's dad comes to the door, and I'm like, hi, we got a noise complaint, uh, just that there's a lot of stomping coming from this room, and that the door is slamming and opening and all that stuff. And the guy just goes like this. He goes, oh, is that right? Is that right? And I, you know, don't do that. If you're making noise at 2 a.m., you're in the wrong. Like, I don't care where you are. Just don't fu- fucking don't make noise at 2 a.m. It's not that difficult, dude. It's really not that difficult. The kids should be asleep. Uh, the lights should be off. That's just my opinion. But if that's not how you're going to do it, well, then don't make it a problem for another person. And I was like, yeah, is that is that going to be a problem, sir? And he goes, fuck you. And I was like, oh, wow, wow, really? Uh, are you aware that I like, that like I could just like tell my managers to kick you out? These people don't get that, dude. Why would you, why do people got to be like that? Like just say, okay, I'm sorry and fuck off. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I was like, oh, all right, you know, because I, I, I'm not about to just get stabbed um, for talking to somebody about a noise complaint. And I walk back down and I'm just like, what What possesses a person to act like that, dude? What? I mean, that guy just has a kid in the room. That kid's going to grow up to be exactly like that. It's just wild. It's upsetting. Ah. <sighs> What else is going on? Uh-oh. Got somebody coming in for a 2 a.m. check-in here. Let's see uh, Let's see what this character wants. Maybe I'll have a story in five minutes. Be right back. God damn, I have to keep pausing because people won't stop coming up to the desk, dude. <laughs> I guess I didn't realize uh, when I started making this from work that, like, the pandemic would end at some point so that I would actually have to do a job again. Um, eventually, I'm just going to say to one of these people, I'm trying to do my podcast right now. Could you maybe just not come to the desk for a little bit? <laughs> I mean, has that... Do you think that that... I just, it's so funny because that would infuriate me. Like, if somebody told me they couldn't help me... Uh, while I was trying to use their service because they were making a podcast, that'd be hilarious. But also would make me so mad. That would be so good, though. <sighs> God damn. I just had to tell this lady I couldn't make her a reservation because I was doing our our audit, which if you've never worked at a hotel is, is the backup. It's like it's like you just you just back up all the files and stuff and they save to the system or whatever. So you can't use the computer for an, for an hour. And when you tell someone that, they look at you like you they look at you like you just said, "Oh, this is a hotel for dogs." Sorry. <laughs> like, they look at you like they just, they cannot believe it. And it's like, "Sorry, ma'am, it's 2:15 a.m." Like I, there's nothing I can do for the next hour because I have to, I have to run this program on the computer and they look at you like you just told them you only accept rocks as currency. It's wild, dude. What, working at a hotel, 
you really shouldn't work with with the public if you like people because it's just gonna it's just gonna ruin that for you I was someone that always gave people the benefit of the doubt until I started working in the hotel industry. Now I've noticed somebody, somebody's always trying to pull some shit. It's not everybody. Um, there's, there's some people that genuinely, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. There's always somebody trying to pull some shit and they don't care if you get in trouble for it. Um, that's what you'll notice about a lot of these places. Uh, you can't give these people the benefit of the doubt anymore. Like even Fedora heroin guy. I bet that guy was trying to pull some shit. He he kept pretending that he was limping. Because I would see him. Did I tell that story on the podcast? I can't remember. There was a guy that passed out in our lobby. And he kept going back and forth between limping and walking normal. Just wearing a fedora. He... I don't know how the thing never fell off. He must have fallen over six times in our two-minute interaction. Um, yeah. I don't know, dude. I got I to gotta be careful, though. Sometimes I let myself get too comfortable at jobs, and then it's like the whole thing just starts to fall apart. Like, I, I could very easily just start letting myself get a little bit loose with these people, like the guy that I was just talking about that said, fuck you. I, I, uh, my God, a couple of months ago, I would have like pissed on his towels or something. <laughs> or I don't know, just gotten in his face about it. And, and who knows? Who knows what can happen at that point? Because, you know, I love to be like, yeah, and if you would have kept talking, I'd have fucked him up too. I don't give a fuck about no job. Fuck, fuck it, bro. Um, but the reality is people will shoot you in the fucking head. Like, <laughs> like people will just actually, uh, slit your throat for no reason, I guess is what I'm trying to say. That, um, that couple getting shot in the head over the snow. I mean, that was a real, wow. I mean, people will just do that. If you catch somebody on the edge, like somebody that's just close to killing themselves, already hates you, and you just happen to push the button. I don't I don't know if that if it's that we get more coverage of that or if that's always been happening, but it definitely seems like it's on the rise, does it not? Like somebody just snapping uh not even high or on drugs, just blacking out out of pure anger, isolation, uh despair combo and just just shoots you in the face like i mean you never know you never know fucking <laughs> it's just it's just such a red flag when when a kid is is running around the room and all of the lights are on at 2 a.m like what are you doing bud um but yeah, I could see myself getting too loose with these people. I definitely am being too loose by doing a podcast in the back office right now. I ah, uh, I dropped a joke I wrote on the on the ground back here, and basically, <laughs> I wrote a joke and I dropped it on the ground at work, and my manager found it and showed it to the other manager. 
And the next time he saw me, he said, he said this verbatim. He said, we found your little comedy sketch in the back office. It was pretty funny. And no one has ever said it. No one has ever uttered a sentence to me before that's made me want to end my own life that badly. <laughs> it was a bad joke, too. It was about... It was about how my uniform at work makes me look like a gay substitute teacher. And they were like, they probably read it and were like, oh, that's stupid as fuck. Is that what this guy's doing back here? Just hanging out, joke writing? <laughs> uh, hey, Seinfeld, can you restock the, the fucking snacks out front? I mean, Jesus Christ. There's nothing worse than than your employer finding a joke you wrote. Oh, here's this 23-year-old that we're paying money to to be here by himself, and he, here's this little ha-ha he wrote out on a piece of paper. I mean, that was, yeah, that's rough. You definitely, you definitely don't want that to, to be a thing. Um... What else has been going on? Oh, I, I was... This is random, but I was thinking about this today. Having a caged bird is so fucked up, dude. I was thinking about it because I, I was really high and I was laying in bed. And the birds this year, I don't know what, what has been up with them. They are, They are partying. It's got something to do with COVID and probably less hunters or something. But the birds came back in February, and they came back loud as fuck, dude. The birds are up there just fucking, just fucking killing white claws, doing molly off each other's tits, just getting wild in the trees, bro. Fucking just giving blowjobs to squirrels. I've never heard them be that crazy. I'm talking, they're chirping when it's like 2 in the morning, and... What made me think of this is, so in, in my room, I can really hear the birds. They're super loud. Like, you can just hear them right outside of my window. But then when you go down to the kitchen, it stops because the tree is just too far away to hear them. But you can hear everything on the other side of the wall, which I've talked about before. Um, and my neighbors have pet birds. Uh, they, yeah, just to put it this way, they have four cats, four, too many, too high of a number, uh, when we're talking pets, they have fucking four cats, three lizards, two birds, three children, and a dog that lives there sometimes, which I think any person, any rational human would agree is too many things to live in a duplex. That's... Enough things for Michael Jackson's compound. Um, you know, sure, have the zoo at that point. But if you're going to live in close quarters like that, I mean, I mean, you can't have different animals that close. Did we learn nothing from Wuhan? My fucking neighbor started fucking COVID, dude. Just a, a, a lizard was eating eating a bug or something and it dropped the bug and the cat fucked the dog and the dog bit the kid and the kid went to school and now there's covid um 
But they have two pet birds, which just saying that sounds so strange because, oh, man, it was such a depressing high thought. I got downstairs and I could still hear the bird. I was like, oh, that's coming from the other side of the wall. I wonder if that bird can hear the birds outside. And it's just like, God damn, I wish I was an outside bird. (sighs) Why'd this have to happen to me? There's probably two billion birds out there, and I, I gotta live my life in a cage. I mean, is that just not the most selfish, white trash thing you can do? Keep something that's supposed to fly around and hunt bugs. Keep it in a cage. Ugh. How could you not feel bad about that? You know what I mean? I don't know. I take it to the extreme, though. Like, I don't even go to zoos. And that's not me trying to virtue signal or anything like that. I mean, I just feel strongly that it's probably not a good look to be a living thing uh, that... To be a living thing that cages other living things. Like if for example, if you want to if you want to have a lizard in a cage or a fish or something like that, I I don't really know how I feel about that because I don't know what goes on in their minds. But like think about like birds, they they they've been proven to be smart and shit. A parrot can fucking talk. And you're just like Okay, uh, welcome to your cell. You just kind of live here now, and you know that thing that you... You know those two things you used to get around, your, your wings? Yeah, those are kind of out of the picture uh, because you can't really take flight in this, in this see-through box we've put, in you, we've put you into. Um, I mean, that's so fucked up. And then you, we, we put fucking... We put monkeys in cages, you know, gorillas, which have been proven to, like, they can communicate with humans, and we decide that they should be in cages for other people to point and look at. Oh, I'm sorry, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm sorry, not cages, enclosures. Or, like, dolphins. Dude, they've been proven to have, like, emotions and ways that they can have conversations with each other, just like primates and shit. And we, we capture them. I mean, how does that, how does another species not see that and go, what the fuck? You know? Oh, this one has slightly more intelligence, uh, and they're just, they're just caging the other ones. How do we expect, like, something not to do that to us? That is fucking terrifying. Oh my god, I'm clearly still baked. Could you imagine being in a human zoo? And I mean, how could we even be mad about that we literally take something that is one level of intelligence lower than us and we do that we fucking rip them out of their environment and i i say we it's definitely not like i i i'll just be honest this will this might be a hot take but i wouldn't care about if if every single zoo in the entire world was shut down right now, I wouldn't care. Like if we just ended it and said, "Ah, sorry, uh, like those animals are just gonna go back into the wild, and we're just gonna see what happens." I know there's arguments against that, like for the animals, but I mean, this just it, it just needs to end, does it not? I mean, I really wouldn't. 
I this probably there's probably something really dumb in that statement that I'm just not thinking of. But also it makes me so mad that we're just that that we're just allowed to cage living things so that other shitty living things can go around and point at them. I mean, if a gorilla, if I was that gorilla and I got out of the cage, I'm the quickest way to fuck somebody up, I think, as a gorilla, just rip their arms off and run away. And I would just do that to as many people as possible. I wouldn't discriminate based on, like, I wouldn't just do it to white people or to older people or to the zoo workers. It'd be every single person I saw. Like, fucking <laughs> church group, no arms now. Zoo worker has no arms now. Uh, fucking old lady, no arms now. Baby, armless. <laughs> That's really fucked up. That's really fucked up to laugh about a gorilla ripping off a baby's arms. Of course. That's fucked up. But also, let's just not cage a, a living a living thing for its entire life as I fuck up the microphone. Sorry. And every time... Dude, it's so funny because every time that like a zoo like a family member will ask me to go to the zoo or something i can't help myself and i'll just start going into this argument and trying to make them feel bad <laughs> and their whole thing is like i just come on man i just wanted to take the kids to go see a giraffe and i'm like no you don't fucking get it man no actually you're paying into a system that uh systematically cages living primates and it's just like come on dude the guy's just trying to go have, have a fucking afternoon i disagree with it though this podcast is about two things this podcast is about two things uh bringing down the zoo industry and common <laughs> This, this podcast is about freeing the monkeys and busting a nut. Man, I love that. That's a good combination of things to talk about on a podcast, really. Um, what else? What else, dude? I'm just trying to get things together. I got to somehow get my deposit back on my current apartment for when I move, which I think is just going to be a problem. The first day that I lived at that apartment, I spilled super glue onto the floor, and now there's just a glob of super glue in, the, in one of the bedrooms, which I just can't think of another person that that would happen to. Like, dude, you've been there for two minutes. Go... Do something else besides using super glue uh, over a carpet. I mean, what a dumb thing. Like, I did that, and I was like, oh, I thought I was ready for this. God damn it. I thought I was responsible enough for this. There's a good feeling, though, about being in your own place like that. Like, if you spill a glob of super glue on someone else's carpet, I mean, you feel like you kind of just, like, smacked their kid or something. <laughs> Don't, don't you? It sucks, dude. Spilling anything. I, I spill more shit than anyone I know. Past the six beer mark, I'm knocking something over. It's going to happen at some point. Whatever drink I have open, the liquid's going to tip over and fall out. One time, 
I was at my cousin's house and I was about to leave. Someone was picking me up and I had drank. Oh God, I was super, super broke, more broke than I am now. And I decided I was going to spend my last $6 on two, four locos. Um, at the time, dude, I, I wonder if this, this gas station was selling like bootleg four loco out of the back or something, because I thought they had made the 14% illegal. Like the alcohol content on these things is 14%. Just if you've never tasted it before, the flavor is raspberry and it tastes like Listerine. So, I mean, it's potent to say the least. Um, I, I drank one of those and then I was fucked up and had no limits with alcohol back then. So I cracked the second one. We're hanging out. This is a blue drink. This drink is, it's made of the color blue, a single raspberry, Listerine, and rubbing alcohol. Those are the four ingredients if you look on the back. And I already slammed one. I'm halfway through the second one. So now I'm so fucked up, my hands and face are vibrating. Um, you know, that level of drunk. And, oh God, I spill, I spill it onto my cousin's floor, which already not good dude don't fucking spill blue liquid onto anyone's anything i felt pretty bad so he had to sit there and scrub scrub the carpet clean because it wasn't their place they didn't own it and he's sitting there getting my blue fucking listerine out of the floor and i'm like that was my ride i i'm gonna get gone now this is not even 10 minutes later I have my open drink and I just run straight into a wall and <laughs> the, the blue liquid just smacks inside the inside of the can and therefore just projects like it like it looked like someone was making their own blood spatter analysis and they used the wrong color. It looked like like a unicorn had had just been shot by the mafia uh, in front of this guy's wall, like a My Little Pony just got domed with a shotgun, um, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck! Oh God damn it!" Oh, and I just didn't say anything because I I thought for sure like it was just a small little bit, and I was also hammered. I'm like, maybe maybe they won't notice. <laughs> His, his girlfriend texted me so pissed off. She's like, you can't be running into walls drunk over here. Like, that's ridiculous. I just had to clean basically blue paint. I'm pretty sure the ingredient I was forgetting was blue paint. That's what that shit is made of. Moral of the story, don't, don't drink blue alcohol at all. Shout out to UV Blue. And the people that know what I'm talking about. If you know what I'm talking about, you've been you've been through some shit. Um, that's about it for this one. I think I'm gonna go get yelled at by another one of these fucking degenerates or something. I'm sure somebody else will come back down here and ask me to go handle a domestic violence dispute. God, that one was wild. Hopefully, this one doesn't result in that, dude. I'm going to learn jujitsu and just the next plant worker that tries to talk to me about towels or something, I'm just going to take him to the ground.
be like, you want a mass? <sighs> Thank you for listening. The best thing you could do for me is, is show, show this episode, show your favorite episode to a friend, and rate it on iTunes. This is Joey Capuana. You listen to Joey Hates Everything. Have a good fucking day, Mom.